2: Welcome to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on MyTalk 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Colleen and Bradley are both out today. I'm Holly. I'm joined in studio by the one, the only, Kat Perkins. Oh, that's such a nice greeting. Hello, Holly. Hello, Kat. And I'm also joined in studio by the one, the only, Ryan.
0: Hi.
1: Hi, Hi, Ryan. (laughs) Hi, Ryan.
0: Hi, hi, Kat.
2: (laughs) All right, well, let's get things going every day at this time. The Colleen and Bradley Show likes to get things started with the top three things you need to know at 12.03.
3: Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. three.
1: Three, That's a magic number. They're
3: going to be talking about three things.
1: It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? Here's what we have for you behind door number three.
2: Ooh, we've got a tasty TV treat for you behind door number three.
1: What is it, Perkins,
3: are you a fan of Roseanne? I am. I am a fan of Roseanne. I know. I think we differ on this. No, I love that show. I think it's one of the best TV shows ever. I've always loved it. I I watched the reruns like crazy. I heard there's some good news. There is some good news because today, the first teaser for the Roseanne
2: revival that's airing on March and ABC dropped. And take a listen and uh, see if anything sticks out with, with you with this teaser. How's the basketball game? It's dope.
3: But I still think
1: the Bulls of 96, 97 would have beat these guys anytime.
0: You can't live in the past, Dan. When things are gone, they're gone forever. <laughs>
2: just a little tease from Roseanne, but does anything stick out to you about that tease?
3: Thinking about how the The show ended. Because didn't he die? Yeah.
2: Right? Yeah. Well, the whole finale of Roseanne is that the whole last season of the show didn't happen because she was writing about it in
3: her garage. Got it. And that Dan
2: actually died. He he died, so is he still dead? He's sitting on that couch in this teaser trailer. I saw that. Yeah. I think that maybe perhaps they've completely thrown out that last season out the window. Dough. Maybe. Maybe it was all a dream. Like, you know, they can go
3: back. Yeah. either. <laughs>
2: yes. So I'm really
3: excited about the Roseanne revival because all the original cast is back. <laughs> I saw that. Um, I'm a huge fan of Darlene. You know, she's on. Was she She's still on The Talk, by yeah. the way? Okay. That's her show. What's That's her, her baby. What is her name? Why is it? Why am I blanking on her I'm, actual name? Now but... you're
2: blanking on me. I Sarah, love her. Is Sarah Gilbert. Yes. No. Is it? Yeah. Yes, okay. it is.
3: Oh, God, I knew you'd know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, she she's still on uh, the talk, and everybody's going to be back, and both Beckys are going to be back. So, oh, that's that was my other question. Yes, original Becky is going to be playing Becky, and she's sitting on the couch with uh, Dan Connor in this trailer, and Becky too actually has a part in, uh, uh, played by. Um, oh. oh all blanking here. I know. But Sarah Chalk played Becky, too. Yeah. So she is going to be in the show, but she's not playing Becky. She's playing someone completely different. Oh we gosh. don't know who she's going to be playing yet. This makes me so happy. I know. It makes me so happy, too. All right, let's move on to door number two. Behind door number two,
3: let's see what we've
2: got. All right, behind door number two, we have a Gloria Estefan tribute that played at last night's Kennedy Center Honors. It aired on CBS. And uh, there were so many good performances at the Kennedy Center Honors. I was going through some of them. And Lionel Richie was honored last night. So was LL Cool J. But this performance honoring Gloria Estefan, the Kennedy Center honoree, was from Becky G and the Miami Sound Machine. And this just made me want to dance. It's of Gloria Estefan San Mietier. Era, and it's totally gonna to get you
3: dancing. Let me Let me the De los tambores y los timbales al fumadero. Si pregunté qué canta un hermano,
2: que en su tierra vive lejano. Mi no recuerdo lo hacía llorar. Una
1: canción que vive entonando. En su dolor, en su profundo llanto, y se le escucha pena.
2: Performing me Tierra at the Kennedy Center honors last night, honoring Gloria Estefan. And what you don't get from just listening to the audio is Becky G is in complete
3: and total Selena costumery. Yes, she is, and she looks gorgeous. Yes, and you always have to wonder, like when they're when <laughs> you're paying tribute to somebody that's sitting in the audience, like how nervous do you get to sing? To Gloria sitting there, you know, like she doesn't look nervous at all, but she looks great. No, she looks fantastic. And I think that they
2: blew each other kisses right before Becky G started to sing. And of course, it's the Miami Sound Machine, which is
3: Gloria Stefan's band. Gloria, by the way, my height. Always have to throw that in there really? for short girls around the world. I had no idea yes. that she was a short girl. She might even be a little bit shorter, but she's definitely oh my gosh. she's right at that under five foot mark. Yes, can you believe that? No, I actually can't. I'm like, just I'm like, like I thought that she was at least five foot seven. Oh, I know she looks you know bigger than life. Always has, but yeah. she's definitely. Oh, a short she,
2: girl like she's me. She's wonderful, and she did say that in, a, in an interview about being honored at the, uh, with the
3: Kennedy Center honored that she was trying not to ugly cry during oh, the whole thing. Again, right? Like yeah. the camera pans to Gloria all the the whole time. You have to like really watch your reactions. Like, I know. I probably I would, would be bawling. ugly. I would be bawling the whole time. Like, I'd be if like, somebody was <laughs> singing my songs and paying tribute to me. I would be crying the yeah. whole time. Oh my goodness.
2: Well, let's move on to what's behind door number one.
1: And here it is behind door to block
2: behind door number one is another performance from last night's airing of the Kennedy Center Honors and this really got me excited in an unexpected way so I was watching it and I got so excited during this tribute to LL Cool J he was honored uh, at the Kennedy Center Honors as well and there was a whole medley of performers that came out to sing or rap some of LL Cool J's greatest hits including Busta Rhymes, MC Light, Black Thought uh, DJ Z Trip but I picked out the fi- the final tribute to LL Cool J, and it's DMC. Oh man, from Run DMC, <gasps> and uh he's uh putting it down. And let's listen to some of his tribute to LL Cool J. Hey
1: Yo Z man, yesterday I asked
3: you why the hell do I gotta go to DC to honor LL, and you looked me in my eyes and you said. LL Cool J is hard
1: as hell Tattle anybody, on care, you tell I excel, they all fail Gonna crack the cell, double L must rock the bell rock,
3: rock. You've been waiting and debating for all so long Just
1: starving like Marvin for a Cool J song If your crowd has thought sort I'd of doubt you definitely with the Gucci force, personalizing and arranging for the record, of course. I'm a tower full of power when rain and check it rains in hell. keep trying to rip the with a finger, yeah. Rock the bells. And let's not forget this. Go down So close, I love you but some girls won't. Cause I make a lot of money and your boyfriend don't. LL, what the hell, gonna rock the dope?
2: DMC doing his own special version of LL Cool J's song, Rock the Bells, with some lyrical tributes to LL Cool J's career. He was bringing the house down, and it was so fun. To watch the audience at the Kennedy Center Honors get down put to Busta rides. They the, they're put they putting their hands in the air. People were getting out of their seats. One of the Anthony Anderson was just jumping <laughs> up and down during the whole performance. And L O Cool J, he's just sitting there. He's cool. He's, he's hanging out. Like, this is cool. But during the uh, intro to Rock the Bells, or during the his whole tribute, you could see a little tear. Falling yes, from LL Cool J's just eyes when was Quest, weepy. yeah, when Quest Love was honoring him, but surely a legendary career in hip hop, also acting, producing,
3: he has done it all. They lit up the Kennedy Center last night.
2: <laughs> Absolutely lit. lit it up, <laughs> and so many great performances. Again, uh, you can go back. Uh, Luke Bryan did a tribute to Lionel Richie. He sang a couple songs, oh, cool. and so did Leona Lewis. She did some tributes to Lionel
0: Richie too. Luke Bryan doing Lionel Richie? Yeah. Yes. What? How'd that sound?
2: <laughs> it actually sounded decent. You know, the reason I didn't pick it is because I wanted to do some of the more upbeat songs. Because right, Lionel
3: right. Richie. He's yeah, he's got that, that that cool vibe, yeah. slow mid tempo kind yeah, of Yeah, we're not easy like a Sunday morning That's here. Right. We're hyped up like a Wednesday afternoon.
0: I'm <laughs> just trying. I'm just trying to think of uh, all night long with a country twang to it, but
2: <laughs> it could. You could I
0: slow it down. I can't do I cannot do uh, it in my brain. You,
2: Ryan can't do it in his brain, but that's okay. We have plenty of time today during the Colleen and Bradley show to think of Luke Bryan singing some Lionel Richie, but we gotta take a break. And when we get back, we have all the latest from Hollywood in our dirt alert here at My Talk 1071.
1: Previously on Jason and Alexis. So you'll all recall when Winona Ryder um, shoplifted at the Saks Fifth Avenue. Uh I met Winona Ryder one time at the Bryant Lake Bowl. Colleen has a problem with celebrities. I do. She says weird stuff. But I didn't say anything this time. Uh, I was really good. You know what I did? (laughs) I apparently moved my purse onto the other side of my body, which I never do. (laughs) <laughs> She's a right carrier, <laughs> and I so and funny. I, you know, <laughs> we're talking <laughs> of her. <laughs> because she knew somebody I was with and so like we're, and she was not sober and I was like I totally was like hi nice to meet you and you moved like, my purse yeah. to my That's left a- arm and I like gave her the hand and shook it and all that and my husband later was like did you totally just like keep away with your purse being like, a <laughs> bringing you everything entertainment Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 107
0: This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome
2: back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Colleen and Bradley are out today. I'm Holly. I'm here with Kat Perkins. I'm here with Ryan. And Elizabeth Reese is also gone, so we're just gonna hold down the Ford and uh, give you some of the dirt in the dirt alert today. So we're going to start off with some sad news that's making headlines this afternoon. Rihanna, she shared some news with her fans on Instagram that her cousin was killed just one day after Christmas. She called for an end to gun violence in her post saying, RIP cousin can't believe just last night I held you in my arms. Never thought I would be the last time I'd feel the warmth in your body. Love you always, man. Hashtag end gun violence. And she posted several photos of herself with her cousin uh, that she tagged on Instagram, but she didn't name this cousin. And Barbados News is reporting that he was murdered on Tuesday evening and in a statement that he was walking near his home when a man shot him multiple times before fleeing the scene where the cousin was taken to the hospital in Bridgetown, Barbados, where he eventually dies. It's sad news there very for, sad. for Rihanna and she is sharing lots of photos. It looked like she was very close with that cousin. Well, moving on from that story to Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda is in the news because she's talking to People Magazine about how she never pictured her life after thirty years old. And she's like, I did I didn't think about that. And she said, I never pictured thirty. She said, I assumed that I wouldn't live very long and that I would
3: die lonely. Oh my God. And an addict of some sort. <laughs>
2: (laughs) She's telling People Magazine this, and she said, I didn't think if I did live this long that I would be vibrant and healthy and still working, and that she's grateful Jane Fonda just turned 80 years old, I think, in the past week. And of course, she's just having a career renaissance with Grace and Frankie, and she's walking red carpets, doing a lot of nonprofit work. So she has a lot to celebrate. I'm so glad that she's still alive. Thank you for living past 30. Yes, thank you, Jane Fonda. (laughs) And she said about relationships, here's some wise words from Jane Fonda, Jane Fonda newly single she just ended her eight-year relationship with her boyfriend richard perry she said you want to be seen you want to be safe you want to be celebrated if you don't feel seen safe or celebrated get out wow Hey,
3: that's wise words. Wise words from
2: Jane Fonda right there for us. Now, something that Kat Perkins and I were talking about in the prep room before we went on the air was (laughs) Kylie Jenner. Yes. Where in the world is Kylie
3: Jenner? Where is she? Is she pregnant? What does she look like right now? Where is she living? What is she doing? We have a couple clues, Kat. We have a couple clues. Give it to me. I'm going to give it to you. Kylie
2: Jenner, who was conspicuously absent from this year's Kardashian family Christmas photo shoot. Well, she showed up at Mama Kris Jenner's uh, Christmas Eve party and she took two photos with Khloe Kardashian in the photo booth. You know how Kris Jenner likes to have a photo booth at her at her parties, among other things. Like, I mean, it's totally ridiculous. Well, she shared two pictures of herself with Khloe and they're just mugging for the camera. Kylie Jenner, of course, is cut off right at the chest. Oh,
3: of, course. <laughs> of course, she is.
2: Oh, Kylie Jenner, and she didn't say anything about it on
3: social media. Chloe just shared those photos. That's all we're going to get. Good lord, I can't. I I cannot. I'm still in denial that she's pregnant. I need the proof. Yeah, right well, now. Well, and it's interesting because I'm wondering what the strategy is for Kylie Jenner. Yeah, I was far, really thinking about that, uh, yeah. especially since Chloe just came out. Chloe
2: just came out and she said that she's six months pregnant. Now, we kind of understand why I, I, there are multiple reasons why I think Chloe decided to wait for announcing her pregnancy. I think one sure. is that she probably wanted to wait maybe till third trimester when things were really happening for her, because I know that she right. has been open in the past about stress struggling with fertility so now she's here she's like the baby is on the way it's great i want to share this news also I want to share it with keeping up with the kardashians it's going to be a storyline in upcoming episodes so they're trying to control the narrative in that oh, way Lord. but i don't know about kylie jenner what do you think because part of me is like she just doesn't want to talk about it because i'm a c and, and she wants to keep it private or, or maybe it's a giant hoax. <laughs> oh, well, right. I mean, it also could be a giant hoax. It could be completely fake. Of course. Or that maybe they're trying to sell a series. So I'm not sure. The cynical part of maybe. me wants to say that maybe they're trying to make a TV show out of this and eventually we'll get to hear the story maybe on their own Maybe they've been terms.
3: filming for a year on yeah. this whole thing. Exactly. So yeah. it wouldn't surprise me at all.
2: Yeah. But then part of me just thinks that maybe she actually really genuinely wants some privacy concerning maybe. this. Maybe. I don't know. I, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I know you know, laughing. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. No way. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Well, we shall monetize. see. Monetize. Yeah, we shall see in 2018 if indeed Kylie Jenner monetize, monetizes goals. her child. Goals. Exactly. <laughs> hashtag goals. Uh, hashtag goals. Uh, Mark <laughs> Hamill, he's in the news today because he posted a tribute to the late Carrie Fisher on the anniversary of her passing. Aww. It was one year ago where Carrie Fisher died at the age of 60. And Mark Hamill shared on Twitter, no one's ever really gone. And he shared some photos of himself with Carrie Fisher. One of them is from back in the day in 1977. One oh. of them is from their Vanity Fair photo shoot that they did probably last year before she passed away. And the biggest picture, the biggest picture in this tweet is of Carrie Fisher, a drawing dressed as a saint with her little bulldog, Gary. and Carrie Fisher is giving the middle finger. Oh. In fine form, as Carrie Fisher that's how is one to do. Her. That's how we remember her, exactly. So that's really nice of uh, Mark Hamill to do. And speaking of Mark Hamill, he is regretting... Now, did you hear last week where Mark Hamill... He was in the news, and he gave an interview, and, and one of the things that he said was that he didn't necessarily like the direction that Luke Skywalker took in Star Wars The Last Jedi. Oh, right. And before right. I move on, have you seen the movie, Cat? I have not seen the okay, movie. Okay, you have not seen Oof.
0: the movie.
3: I know. <laughs> Wait, have what? you, Ryan? Oh, yeah. Well, of course you oh, have. And that's you all have, I've been
0: talking obviously. about. Yes.
3: You I, know, I just... Movies are just hard for me. I'm on the move all the time. Like, I can't go to the theater.
0: You're a disaster. I am.
3: Oh, <laughs> judging and People hate me for this. Oh, no. Well, Mark Hamill, he was talking about how maybe
2: he didn't necessarily agree with uh, some of the ways that Luke Skywalker, his character, evolved in Star Wars The Last Jedi, but now he says... He says, I regret voicing my doubts and insecurities in public creative differences are a common element of any project, but usually remain private. He said, all I want to do is make a great movie. I got more than that. Ryan Johnson made an all time great one. Now, <laughs> hashtag we... humbled Hamill. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> humbled Hamill. <laughs> now, do we think that he said this? because he genuinely feels this way or did someone at Disney oh. whisper in Mark Hamill's ear, hey, maybe you don't need to be talking smack about Star Wars The Last Jedi. We're trying to make some money over I'm gonna here. I'm going to go with option B.
0: Yep.
2: The ladder. Ding, 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 ding. The
3: ladder. <laughs> uh, because, well, first of all, just shut up. You know, Just make the movie and just go with it. Why are you talking about it? I don't get it. N- Second of all, of course, somebody said, hey, could you like not? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Could you not? Yeah. Could you not talk smack about this movie? Because it is
2: quite divisive among Star Wars fans. Some people like it. Some people don't like it. So I think that Disney is like, hey, 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 hey. Right. Anybody who's Mm -hmm. actually in this movie needs to speak positively about the product because let's face it, it is a product. The positive side of it. And the yes. positive side of it. And, and Ryan, we want
3: people to see it. Yes.
2: And Ryan Johnson is directing a buttload more of Star Wars movies. So we need to have yes. positive press about our guy. That's right. Well, all right. Well, that's all the dirt here at the Dirt Alert on My Talk one oh seven one. And we need a player. We need a caller to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. You can win a prize, but only if you are playing the 30-second pop culture challenge again. Call us 651-641-1071. Come play with us when we come back from this break here at My Talk 1071.
1: My Talk 1071. Everything. You can breathe. You can blink. You can cry. Hell, yeah, we're all going to be doing that. Entertainment.
2: Five questions, 30 seconds. You can win a prize, but only at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. If you play the 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge, which is what we're about to do, Colleen and Bradley are off today. I'm Holly. I'm here with Cat Perkins, and I'm here with Ryan. And hello. Hello. And we're going to play that 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge.
1: 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge.
2: And today, we have Nicole playing with us. And Ryan, what is Nicole playing for?
0: Well, if Nicole does indeed get all five of these questions right, she will get a four-pack of movie passes to see Ferdinand in participating Twin Cities AMC theaters.
2: All right, Nicole, are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? Yes, I am. All right, the timer will begin after I read the first question. In the movie Mean Girls on Wednesdays, the characters wear what color? Pink. The sitcom Roseanne originally aired on what network?
0: Oh, my gosh.
2: NBC? Nope.
1: ABC. Yep. Yeah.
2: What team won the Super Bowl in 2017?
1: Uh, the Broncos? No. Oh, good gracious. Oh, no. You can pass. I have- Pass. Lily
2: Collins is the daughter of what famous musician? A oh, path. Dick Clark hosted what music countdown TV show? Oh. No, Nicole. No. Oh my Nicole. goodness! Oh! But you got two of them right. Thank you so much, Nicole, I for playing. I was it out for you. Woo. <laughs> Woo, uh, thanks again, Nicole. We really appreciate you playing the 30-second Pop Culture Challenge. All right. Well, let's go over some of those answers. So I, I had to throw in a sports one that since was we're good. having the Super Bowl here. That was good. The New England Patriots won the Super Bowl this yes, last year. Yes, and it's year. always
3: a great, like, if... You can just answer the Patriots whenever somebody I, yeah, asks you about I, any Super Bowl. I feel like one out of three <laughs> Super much. Bowls, the
2: Patriots have won. Also, Lily Collins is a daughter of what famous musician? Phil. Phil you got Collins. It. Ah. And Dick Clark hosted what music countdown TV show?
3: American <sighs> Bandstand.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yes. All right. Well, you can play the 30 second pop culture challenge every day at 1230 here on the Colleen and Bradley show. And if you win, you get a wonderful prize. But now we're going to move on to something that we've been doing on the Colleen and Bradley show. That's fun. I love a good, juicy, blind item. Ooh. A blind item being a story that talks about celebrity gossip without naming names. <laughs> and we find these blind items courtesy of the website crazydaysandnights.net. So if you're not reading crazydaysandnights.net, I recommend that you do. So many juicy blind items are published every day. So here's what we're going to do in the segment called Blinded by the Item. Ah! By the item. So I'm going to read a blind item to you, Kat and okay. Ryan, and I'm going to read it twice. Okay. And then you will have to tell me who they're talking about oh in this blind God. item. All right. So let's start with the first blind item. This is an unconfirmed blind item, meaning okay. crazydaysandnights.net has not attached a name to it. Okay. Here we go. Okay. This A-list superhero has been hiding his secret sex life and possible pregnant one-night stand apparently this B plus list actress found out all about it she's a bit of a talker so the next thing you know the superhero starts dating her again what? All right, gonna read that blind item one more time for you so there's two people involved in this blind item Mm -hmm. this A list superhero has been hiding his secret sex life and possible pregnant one night stand apparently this B plus list actress found out all about it she's a bit of a talker So the next thing you know, the superhero starts dating her again. Whoa. So two people involved in this blind item. One is an A-list superhero actor. Think about guys Mm -hmm. who play superheroes in superhero movies. So think about that. And also... The woman in this is a list actress. She's also very well known for her voice work. She has been a voice in some cartoons recently. She's been doing that kind of work. And this couple was on again until earlier this year. And no. recently, they were just seen back on again together.
0: Um, Is it is it Ben Affleck?
3: <laughs> no, it's not Ben Affleck! Is it? Can I? Uh, yes, Chris Hemsworth no but you're close Uh. think of another
2: superhero chris
0: liam another
2: no another superhero chris think of the marvel universe
0: chris pratt
2: no chris
3: evans and who is he dating oh i don't remember he's dating a jenny slate (gasps) oh
2: So this hasn't been confirmed, but if you look through the comments and you put the two and two together, it totally makes sense. (laughs) These are fun. Yes, these are fun. So they broke up uh, earlier this year, and then they recently rekindled their relationship a couple of months ago. There's even a story on page six right now about how they spent the holidays together. Whoa. Whoa. Awkward. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. All right. Spending holidays
3: with your exes.
2: Yeah, right. Should we move on to the next one? <laughs> yes, yes, please. All Ready. right, now, moving, before we move on, I'm going to let you know that this is a confirmed blind item, so pay, so CrazyDaysAtNights.net has attached names to this blind okay. item. Here we go.
1: Blinded by the item.
2: This married late-night talk show host kept hitting on this foreign-born A-list mostly movie actress who is an Academy Award winner. It was ridiculous how hard he was trying to hit on her and even more painful to watch her put him in his place. (laughs) And two people in this blind item, a married late-night talk show host and a foreign-born A-list Oscar winner.
3: Like recently? Like recently. So this blind item is from this past year. Okay, so I I love late-night talk shows Mm -hmm. and I feel like most of them are married. So it's going to be like either Conan... No way.
0: Conan's a saint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come
3: on. Well, then I have to say Jimmy Fallon. (laughs) No way. All right, now, so we've
2: got the Jimmy Fallon part. He is the talk show host that was hitting on the foreign-born, so someone who was not born (gasps) in the United States, A-list actress who was an Academy
3: Award winner. And I will say that she was outselling a movie this summer. I remember watching this this episode. Oh, Ryan, do you know? Is and it what, is a gal? It's a gal.
0: But it's her oh, name. No, is no. her name Gal? <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: like,
2: yes, it's a Gal. No. Uh, it's not Wonder Woman. Now damn. think of someone, think of an actress, a foreign-born A-list mm. actress who had an action movie out this summer. Oh, not gal Gadot. Was, no, that yeah. she was out promoting Oscar winner Ryan, Oscar winner. Uh, is it, it, it wasn't
3: um what's what's Keith Urban's wife's name? Nicole, Nicole Kidman? Nicole Kidman? Nicole Kidman. Uh, just as statuesque, I will say. <gasps> this person
2: is just as statuesque as Nicole Kidman. Okay. And she's also won an Oscar, and she was in a
3: kick-butt movie this summer.
0: Charlize Theron.
3: Oh, yes! Oh, yes, yes! Okay, I remember this episode at, at one night when he was totally hitting on her. Really? Yes, because for some reason I know her hairstylist. <laughs> I mean, small world, And all I was thinking about was like, oh, her hair looks great. And, oh, I should tell Enzo, like, her hair looks great tonight. And then I remember it getting super awkward on the episode when he's, like, hitting on her. I remember this.
2: Oh, and it was awkward on the air? Yes,
3: it was awkward on the air. I'm assuming it was probably edited. Was he flirting with her? Oh, definitely.
2: Oh, you know, I just, oh, Jimmy Fallon, man. He is not... The best interviewer in the world. You know, also, I don't know if you watched this interview that happened last week with Jimmy Fallon, but Cardi B was on the couch with Jimmy Fallon Mm. and he was just fawning over her and she was a delight. But you're like, Jimmy, (laughs) knock it off. like this is not flattering to you. Right.
0: <laughs> that's Jimmy in like every interview though. He's always I like know. buttering them up and laughing at everything they say and you right.
3: know. Yeah, say, so yeah. Right. Yeah, that's so right, Ryan. Was <laughs> the flirting
0: but how would you feel if you Jimmy Fan was hitting on you?
3: I, oh. know, I, kind of, I kind of want it because I because, <laughs> because I love him do and tell, I want to be on
2: <laughs> so, so Kat Perkins is willing to go there with Jimmy Fallon if I'll that go means there. going on The Tonight Show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, priorities, priorities. That's, all right. Okay. So that's Blinded by the Item. Again, that's where we tell you two blind items and you try to guess who the blind items are about. It's from crazydaysandnights.net if you want to research some of the blind items yourself. They're all very juicy and salacious. It's fun. It. It's and, fun. And, and I love to read them. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about a popular 90s sitcom ugh, that's getting a questionable <laughs> revival treatment. I'm, I I, think very questionable. I want to ask uh, this question. Why? Why? <laughs> Julia, I don't know why, but we're going to talk about it uh, that uh, whether or not this 90s sitcom deserves a 21st century reboot or if it deserves a 21st century get the boot we're going to talk about that <laughs> on the Colle- colleen and bradley show with holly Cat, and ryan here on my uh, talk 107.1 when we get back
1: previously on jason and alexis we just had it confirmed that chloe's pregnant right so chloe's had her moment And now she did that. Like, I'm trying to think like a Kardashian, right? Like, so. Strategery. Strategery. Exactly. So now Christmas is going to roll around. They're going to do the whole Christmas card. And there we're going to see, you know, round young Kylie. You know, (laughs) we're going to have
3: like our moments, right? In the middle. (laughs) Exactly. With the halo (laughs) on. Yes. (laughs) We do that again, guys. Round
1: (laughs) young Kylie. Bringing you everything entertainment Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk 107.1 the radio home of wow they lasted five years my talk 107.1 everything entertainment
2: oh boy we need to decide whether this popular 90s sitcom deserves the revival treatment or not here on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 107.1 everything entertainment Uh, Colleen and Bradley, they're gone today. I'm Holly. I'm here with Kat Perkins. Hi. And I'm here with Ryan. And we need to decide whether or not Mad About You deserves the reboot or it gets the boot.
3: Reboot or get the boot.
2: Yeah. I think that sound effect is appropriate for this one. So late yesterday afternoon, the Hollywood Reporter put out a story that said that a Mad About You revival may be happening sometime in the near future. Yes, Mad About You, the '90s sitcom. Like, let's just like set the stage for what this show actually is about, in case you don't remember it. Here's some of the themes. Here's the theme song. So this is the theme to Mad About You, which aired in the 90s on NBC and it stars Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt as a couple living in New York City. They're grap- and uh, that's basically all I can tell you about the show, is that you know, they're hanging out in New York City. Uh, Ursula, one of the characters in Mad About You, is played by Lisa Kudrow, and that character is the twin sister of Phoebe on Friends, so there was a little crossover 90s magic on Musty TV. And this show of all the shows is in development for a revival now there's no news that a network has picked up the revival of mad about you the only thing that is out there right now is that people are (laughs) shopping this around looking for a home for the eighth season of mad about you tv line is reporting that new episodes would likely revolve around paul and jamie grappling with emptiness syndrome in the wake of now 17 year old daughter mabel's admission into college Sony, the production company behind this revival of Mad About You isn't saying anything else. But, you know, this got me wondering, of all the shows, why is this one getting (laughs) a revival? Was anyone thirsty for a Mad About You revival? Was anyone just dying to know what Paul and Jamie Buckman are doing in 2018?
3: I have a confession. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. It's okay, this is a safe space. Okay, it's a safe Safe space. space. So... I'm a huge Paul Reiser fan, <laughs> and when I was little, I watched my two dads like it was like that we appointment watching.
2: Yeah, but I get that, right?
3: I know, right? So then, when he when Mad About You came out, then of course I had to watch that because I liked him, and so I'm a fan of Mad About You. Now, what can they do with <laughs> the storyline now? I don't know, but I think I'd have to tune in to see. But can I read you some funny tweets that I found please, about this? Please. Okay. Please. Okay. <laughs> one of them says, Mad About You equals Hollywood Totally Out of Ideas. <laughs> That's <laughs> subdivided. <laughs> <laughs> the next one, I love this one. Hey, since they're talking about a Mad About You reboot, why don't we all just go back to playing Snake on our Nokias? Like <laughs> <laughs> one more. Mad About You is getting a revival? Quit bringing back shows I never watched. If anything, bring back Seinfeld. Oh. All right. I like that. <laughs> see now that would make sense to me.
2: Although yes. I, although I think I want the Seinfeld characters to stay in the 90s. Yeah, they I have don't want to see how they're coping with the 21st century. No. Like they don't get to cope with the 21st no. century. Jerry Seinfeld's gonna have his landline in his apartment. Yes. Kramer's still living across from him. That's fine because yes. I think the problem with a 21st century Seinfeld <laughs> is it would be really. Sad and pathetic. Well, because sure. those characters are sad and pathetic, which is why I love them so much. And more often than not, George Costanza and I have too much in common. And it is real. <laughs> sad. And it is real sad when I do the thing that George Costanza does. And I'm like, oh, you just costanza that. That's really sad. So I don't even want to see I'm, a revival of that I'm either. I'm in Elaine myself. But You're in Elaine? Yes. I'm in
3: Elaine, for sure. Oh, God. Dumpster Do the Elaine fire. Dance. Yes, that's how I dance.
2: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> so, yeah, some people, but I ask you, Kat, Was your fandom of Mad About You, did you actually like the show independent of your fandom of Paul Reiser? So you you were like a fan, because I get that when you're little, you have attachments to certain actors, certain things that you liked, and you're like, okay, well, I liked my two dads, so certainly I like Mad About You, but did you actually, like looking back, do you think that you would enjoy Mad About
3: You as an adult? It's a good question. I think I should try it because I remember appointment watching it. I remember being excited, and I feel like it was NBC Thursday. If I'm correct, yeah, I think Mussy, it was on Thursday, Must See TV, TV Thursday. So, so I trusted always Thursdays, but, but yeah, I don't know. I kind of liked, you know, Paul and Jamie together. I love Helen Hunt as well. Um, I didn't so much like her in movies, but on TV, I, I like her. Um, I don't remember them though having a daughter like that. Completely left my mind. I think that must have happened at the end of the series. That's right. Been. But what is rememberable about what about or mad about you? Like what really sticks out? It's kind of the same thing about Seinfeld where it was a show about yeah. nothing. Right. Where they like, like like you just watch them go through their relationship. Like
2: all I think about of Mad About You are two people living in an apartment in New York City <laughs> wearing khaki pants yes. and they had a golden retriever. And a nice kitchen. And a nice kitchen. Like that's mm-hmm. it. Do we need a revival of people wearing khakis, hanging out in a nice kitchen and having a wonderful dog who won't be a part of this because unfortunately it's twenty years right. later?
3: I know and I know again, I, I I question a lot of these surviving because now it with modern technology, like what are they going to have cell phones and be on Facebook and Twitter? And they're like, just going to be sitting on the couch you know what and they're I mean? going to be texting like, each other. Everyone's that's on, the couch, what real one's life on the kitchen is. and like, you
2: can't even bother to like talk to your significant other across yes. the room. Yeah. I guess with this one, I don't see the need for the revival of the mad about you. Like where's the story going? Is it interesting? Where on the other hand, some reboots, I totally get like the Roseanne revival that's happening in yes. March on ABC. Will and Grace. I, Will and Grace. Like Will and Grace. Was, Love it. Was fun It was just having those characters back in the room together telling their jokes. That was funny. Roseanne, I feel like the characters have an interesting place to be in 2018 and I want to see how the Connors are living in the 21st century. me me too.
0: So what's the checklist for a reboot? Because it seems like it's a 50-50. Like, What do you need to make a successful reboot? You
2: either need to have really lovable characters that Uh people want to revisit and want to have back in their living room again or the characters need to have something interesting to say in the 21st century. Like, How are their lives going to be affected by the way that we live now. Yeah. And, and do you want to ha- have the continuation of that story with these characters with that about you? I'm like, mm, I don't know. They're probably fine. Then you know, why was
0: Fuller House such a flop? I mean, the, the that, same...
2: oh, that was not a flop. Flop. Oh, that, everyone, was everyone, everyone, a, that was not a flop. Everyone Ryan. here hated it. Everyone, everyone here hated it, but yeah, I loved it. Every, <laughs> everybody here <laughs> hated it. But here's the thing, Ryan, is everyone was watching it. I think that the stats That's on true. Netflix were Fuller <laughs> was Fuller House being the most watched show on Netflix last year. Is that
0: the difference? I mean, was that the only reboot? Boot, like of our of a beloved sitcom uh, that I've, was on Netflix because all these other ones are going to be on a network. Oh,
3: that's a good question. Yeah. So maybe
0: that had something to do with it. I mean, if it was on a network, would have people watched Fuller that's House? That's
3: a great question. Well, probably not, probably, not. probably not because
2: with Netflix, it's you turn on your computer and you click once and then you just
0: let, let it, it roll go and you're probably or fall asleep. Yeah, you're like in yeah.
2: some sad existential state about your <laughs> life and you turn on your electric blanket and you cuddle up and you're like, that's yeah, so I'm true. watching Fuller House. <laughs>
0: This is my life. This is
2: my
3: so life.
0: So that's that's kind of a cop out. Then that, that, yeah. the, the numbers are a little skewed. I mean, it's it's a much more impressive. It's a, if a reboot is a success on a you know your basic uh, television networks. right? You know, over over a Netflix, I guess. But yeah. So
3: now that we've said all of these things, now I'm thinking about this, and I'm looking at the, I'm looking at at Paul and Helen here, Jamie, and and uh, what's what was his character's name? Okay, anyway, whatever. I'm looking at (laughs) Paul and Helen here together, and I'm thinking, yeah, I don't know if I want to know how they should go. Okay, all right, so we're going to (laughs) decide definitively, Mad About You, Kat Perkins, reboot or get the boot? Yeah, now I'm saying get the boot.
2: Uh... All right. Ryan, yeah, mad boot. about you. Oh, boo! Oh, right. uh, I mean, did you ever <laughs> even dabble in the show? That's however I
0: just learned about it today. You just learned. This... It? Well,
2: see again. You Aww. just learned about it. Today. How sweet yeah. is that? Aww. Just learned about <laughs> so it. So nice, Ryan. And I'm mm-hmm. gonna say about the reboot yes, of Holland, Mad give About it to You. Me. It's getting a big old boot. Uh, and it gets Jerry boom. Lewis wine. Why? And it gets a, uh, Julia wine. Why? And it gets another buzz. I'm uh, just like, look, <laughs> if we're going to spend the money, I would love to have Paul Reiser be working. That's, That's great. That's true. Stranger I want things. Helen Hunt. To wor- I, 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 he's working. He's in a good show. He's in a good show. Yeah. All right. Well, goodbye, Matt, about you. Maybe we'll see you in 2018, but hopefully not. All right. <laughs> well, when we come back. Kat Perkins is going to tell us about Chrissy Teigen's flight to Japan Woo-hoo! and also about her own flight. That's right. And what she was doing over the holiday weekend. When we get back here on the Colina Bradley show on My Talk 1071.
1: My Talk 1071. Everything.
3: You're in the good place. You're okay,
0: Ellen.
1: Entertainment.